Let's it's let's go, Wednesday girls. Night. You know what that means. We are live with Pals Pulls. We've got a full house this week. I've got a beer. <laughs> it's actually the nastiest beer that I've ever had in my life. What, what uh, is it? Let's plug that nasty beer. <laughs> let's see. It's called it's called the truth. It's it's the truth Imperial What's IPA. Up? Uh, 8.7 alcohol. You like IPAs? I don't know if I like IPAs. I just know that this beer is nasty. That's all I'm trying to say. But it's a nasty beer on a great week of comics. We've got four really good comics here to read or to talk about today. Well, three, definitely. And then one that's very iffy. And uh, we'll, Hmm. we'll get to that. Uh, is this a swerve, John? Say hello. No, it's really no, it's not, not a swerve. swerve. Okay. Say hello <laughs> as you join us in the in the uh, Twitch chat. We've got X Deaths of Wolverine number five, the finale. Uh, can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> what? What's so funny? Apparently, I wrote Hyman Target instead of oh Human my Target. God. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> is that the name did of the stream? <laughs> Marco, did you notice you put Hunan Target? Did I? In yours? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm the only I'm one leave- drinking, so I don't understand this. <laughs> I'm, leaving that. I'm leaving the Heinen, Hyman Target. All right. Oh, my God. Listen, <laughs> that's going to get us a whole different kind of attention. We've got Rogues number one. Uh, been looking forward to this one for a while. Can't wait to talk about it. Uh, the uh, aforementioned Hyman Target number six. <laughs> I-, I went with this one instead of the Joe Biden cover just because it looks better. There was a Joe, Joe Biden, Biden cover? cover? Okay, so pull up the variant and tell me that's not Joe Biden. Tell me it's Joe Biden, please. Go look at that right Joe now. Biden. All right, all right. Joe Biden. And then we've got uh, Gunslinger Spawn number six. I went with the cover with uh, the clown slash. Holy Biden shit, that's it. Joe Biden. Thank that's you, totally Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I should have gotten it. I should have. Oh, by Jorge Fornes. Ooh. Mm. Mm-hmm. The president's official uh, <laughs> artist. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, before we get into these reviews, I do want to let you guys know how you can support the show all over the place. Make sure that you guys are subscribed to us on YouTube.com slash the comics pals. Like the video, share it with your friends, drop us a comment. All that stuff's free to do. Helps us out a lot more than it costs you. If you are not following us on Twitch, make sure you go ahead and do that. You can start your Saturdays with the Comics Pals every single week at 10 a.m. Eastern, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern for this very show, Pals Pulse. And uh, make sure you listen to our upcoming book club, Batman Black Mirror, that's dropping on the first Tuesday of the month, which just so happens to be the 5th of April. That was a great conversation. Uh, I would say one of the better Batman runs um, of the last 10 or so years. For sure. Forget about Batman, though. For now. For now. Let's talk about Wolverine. Let's talk about uh, X-Deaths of Wolverine, in fact. This is, as I mentioned, the finale issue. We are full spoilers, just so you guys know. Uh, Benjamin Percy, Federico Vincenti on art. Dijo Lima did the colors. Corey Pettit on letters and design. So this is what I've been looking forward to, to see how this whole thing would resolve. And I must say that I was underwhelmed. Really? Yep. Hmm. Elaborate. I um, I didn't. I, I. It didn't really have any like major revelations. Um, it didn't really like. I don't think it tied the story together particularly well. Um, it was just kind of one big fight for the most part. 
and um, that's it. Really, it didn't have any big statement on Wolverine. It just kind of ended. Isn't that what you should come to expect from a Wolverine event book? Like the climax, superhero book, probably going to be a little slice and dice, you know? Uh, slice and dice is cool, but I think that you can fit in. You know, I mean, if it if he didn't have it, he didn't have it. But I was hoping that there was some kind of you know bigger revelation or hook for the future. Obviously, the Moira stuff is that, but you know, I thought maybe a, a like a complete statement on Wolverine. You know, those lines of dialogue that Benjamin Percy did this story for, you know, that was never here. There was no big, you know, to do. But, but See, I also I, feel like this wasn't a Wolverine story. Like at, at some point we realized, oh, this is this is Moira. And then the other half of this is some sort of variation of trying to, to save Professor X. And like, like at that point, they don't, it doesn't feel like they become Wolverine stories. I feel, like, I feel like this was 100% a Wolverine story. I agree. I don't but, think it was a hundred. I don't think it was a hundred percent a Wolverine story. I think no. Was, I don't mean. Sorry, I don't mean it was like one, only a Wolverine story. I just mean it was a Wolverine story. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, that's that's yeah. I think it's a lot less of a Wolverine story than the title would give you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this could have been called the X Deaths of literally anyone else, and uh, it would be apt. Not if it was like X Dex Deaths of Maggot, and that probably wouldn't fit. Why the fuck not? That's true. Where is he in the Krakoa? Um, but Sean, I, I want to say, like, like to your point, I think there is a nice summation of who Wolverine is towards the end of okay. this book with uh with Beast and Sage kind of talking. Mm, I hated that conversation. Oh okay. I liked the conversation a lot, actually. I thought it was a great kind of um synthesis of Wolverine's place in Krakoa. He's not part of the Quiet Council, even though he's probably one of the most important X-Men ever, but he's not there for a reason because he is not about politics. He's not about thinking. He is a scalpel. He is you he is a weapon. Um which honestly it's kind of fucked up of Beast. You know, like Beast that's, is that's, Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I didn't like that because I don't feel like Beast would say that. Like Beast Beast and Logan are friends, right? Like is this dark beast? It, it, it's funny because it it's beast used to be Hank McCoy used to be the heart of the X-Men. Yeah. Um, and he's throughout everything he has been, he's becoming the exact opposite. He is becoming it's a lot just, like dark beast. Um, it's just too, it's too harsh of a turn. I know that they've been turning beast for X-Force, all of X-Force, yeah. Yeah. but to say, I don't love Wolverine. That's just that. That's not true. Mm. Sorry, sorry. Sultan of Swing in the chat said, "Beast, terrible X Men or worst X Men ever." Hold, hold up. Oh, Sultan, come on. What? I I love Beast. I love Beast, and I'm gonna tell you this. I love the fact that Beast can be whatever you need Beast to be. He's like, whatever mutantum needs him to be. That's yeah. why I like the Beast. Like I beast, love yeah. him for that. Remember, um. Uh, it was after Messiah Complex, I think, or it might have been just before, where Beast was trying to figure out how to revive the X gene, and he went on that long mission, and it was like he was like realizing slowly that it was a mission impossible, and it was messing with his mind and stuff like that. That was amazing. Beast is the only X Men you can do that with. Fairy says, uh, Sultan Swing said he has been awful since before he brought back the young X Men and Benson's run. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's that was the the point where he started turning. And that I wouldn't say I he's like, like full heel, but I think he is a lot more. He's a lot less bought into the 
idealized view of mutantdom because he's so smart and realizes that's just a pipe mm-hmm. dream. And he realizes, like, I have to be the one that can at least keep that dream alive for other people. Even that means that the dream is dead for me. And even though this is, this is the ex-deaths of Wolverine, I think this is, like, a good um, kind of uh, a nice turn for for Beast. Uh, oh, there's a first-time chat from my cousin under Shakeout. Hey, welcome, Tyler's cousin. Age. Thanks for hanging out. Um, yeah, so Beast aside, I... You know, it's like, all right, so they fought the Phalanx Wolverine. They won. Cool. Fine. Um, It was, you know, it was a decent fight. I actually didn't think too much of it, to be honest. Um, He's like unstoppable. And then he's, you know, he gets stopped. Yeah, he gets stopped. (laughs) Quite quite stoppable, apparently. (laughs) It wasn't even that hard. Like Sage came through with the sword. Yeah. And that was that. It's very, uh, very, uh, film film hacker um trope yeah we'll just plug the usb into the thing and that'll solve the that'll solve it yeah although i did have a a, during that fight there was a part where i laughed out loud um where wolverine uh logan finally comes up and he and he shows phalanx or omega wolverine a, a watch and then he says uh your time is up my time is now and in my head i just heard john cena I was like dan, I heard dan, dan, dan. music. Yes. <laughs> I didn't have Which, time to find the sound clip, but uh we, we need that, that the for the future. Yeah. Does he say that? Is that a thing? Is that his theme? Yeah. That's his theme, yeah. man. I thought the theme was just the dun 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 dun. But the 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 verse, the lyrics is uh your time is up, my time is now. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so, in a way, his Wolverine's kind of trajectory is mirrors John Cena's in a way. You know, he's he's this veteran that is now kind of giving the rub to the young generation. I thought you giving, meant an army giving, veteran. Giving oh, the yeah. rub to the younger generation is what yeah. you just said. Given the Yep, I'll say it For again. a character in Wolverine who is known for mentoring the children of the Atom. Yeah. That's what you would say. Giving, giving them the rub. The rub. All right, Tyler. Well, is that, is that, is Tyler, that only a wrestling Tyler, term? Is that like a, not a normal term? Am I using wrestling terms that doesn't exist in real life? You're Could you're be. in a weird space right now because you also put hymen targets. So I don't know like where your mind is <sighs> that, at. Today. That is yeah. a weird slip. Well, at, like Streamlabs is autocorrect. It needs to work Chill. a little. Oh better. yeah, blame Streamlabs. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even spelled correctly. Autocorrect. Hymen's with an e n. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shenron, I agree. That just that's just unbelievable. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Like, I really <laughs> wanted to like this, and it's entirely possible that I built this up in my head. But yeah. um, it just it just felt like after everything that's happened throughout the last nine issues, um, for this one to just be kind of a fight scene and not really much more than that, it was a little a little disappointing for me. And for moira to come back at the end as a robot now i'm just like okay i'm very done with moira now I, this is i dug that i have no idea what it is i'm i'm just like oh now she's just full robot you know what who gives a shit at this point sure i'm fine it kind of negates her whole like moira x you know it's her last life and it's like uh, it's like well she's and it's moira like 11 i you know i get i get the idea that she's doing whatever she can to survive just in case she is dead, mm. but I'm also a bit like, 
Okay, your time is done. Let's go. Come on. Your time Let's is up. Next. Our time is now. You're Move a known, this along. You're a known Moira hater at this point, Kel. Listen, she had her chance. I was a fan for so long. <laughs> and now she's overstayed her welcome. I'll say this about Moira. I really love it when a hero turns bad in a way that's not immediate. You know what I'm saying? Like mm, this felt kind of immediate to me. Mm. I, I mean, in the okay. grand scale of things. Hold, hold, hold the phone real quick, right? So <clears throat> Inferno happens, right? And she gets exposed and everything. And if you've been following and you're paying attention, you realize that there's been something about Moira's plan the whole time. It's been a little funky and now it's exposed. And now she's in a fight for her survival and she hates the fact that she has to do this again. They showed a very, very uh, brilliant page here. I'm showing it right now, which basically shows Moira dying in every one of her lives. Yeah. That page right there was the best page in this book for me because it solidifies what we're looking at with, with her when we're looking at her character. <clears throat> I really love the opening where she it's an echo of uh mm-hmm. house and powers when she meets charles yeah, yeah. i thought that was brilliant yep real cool i think this series did more for more than it did for wolverine absolutely i'm saying it only it drove home book. what wolverine is like it didn't reinvent wolverine it's more like this is who he is here have it you know like it didn't really evolve anything <laughs> here it's have the- it well, it for Wolverine, it did that thing that we talked about in the first issue uh, when it came out. It fucking put him present in all the, you know, times Xavier needed him or whatever. All right. Come on. Right. I do enjoy every time there is a uh, scene with like the X-Men just chilling at the Green Lagoon. Like I, I do. do enjoy that. I do enjoy that. There's it's also like uh, tiki mug designs that have been throughout multiple books. Like there's canonical tiki mugs that I really enjoy. There's a Sentinel one, a Professor X one, and I believe there's a Magneto one. It's just my favorite. Stuff my favorite part oh, is, is I'll say something, and Tyler will start the sentence like, "No, no, this is the perfect counterpoint to this," and then he just goes off <laughs> just in a completely different direction. I mean, I think that is the perfect counterpoint. I'm just saying. And also, um, uh, sa- sad havoc in the background too. Uh, yeah, oh, that's always that. fun. That's <laughs> always great. Shenron said so. Moira is 100% irredeemable, right? Um, I don't know that. I don't know that. She has she has done some pretty bad things, but I think if I think the right circumstances could bring her back into the fold as a face. The twelfth life. Do you think that anyone in comics is fully irredeemable? Exactly. Like even Mag- Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think Apocalypse is a great example, right? Like oh, sure. a- a- Apocalypse was redeemed. If you can redeem Apocalypse, you can redeem anybody. Although to uh, like me, Carnage I guess maybe the- like <laughs> Yeah, oh, like oh, 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 oh. Talk about irredeemable. Gentlemen. Gene and Logan. 1000% canon now. Oh. We are in the era 100%. of Gene and Wolverine. What are you referring to? They're she, out pull, she plants a big fat kiss on him. Was that in this one or the that five? Was the I read them together. Lives. That was lives. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. One. Yeah. 
I read them together. All right. That was more like a, hey, you lived. Let me kiss you. Thing. No, it wasn't. No, it, yes, it was. Um, no, yes, it seen was. That Scott's with Emma now, and we First are of all, in. We, it, what's this the is the right for pairing. This? These are the two right pairings. Why do you guys want to fucking talk about a book that came out last week? Marvel one. Claw. <laughs> this this week on the Comics Pals, we're just going to be talking about ships while Sean's Mar- gone. <laughs> Marveline. Oh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you. I'm not telling you to do this, but I wouldn't blame you if you unsubscribed after those. Over <laughs> gray. There we go. There we go. Is it lean? Should we call them lean? Logan Jean? No. Lean? lean? Lean's the there thing I got addicted to accidentally I, in I need to drink lean to get through this. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you some good. I can tell you like a good ratio to use. Never. Um, Want to get to the next one or? Uh... Sultan. Wow, any... Sultan brings up a good point. Don't don't put your human notions on relationships of of relationships on these mutants. They have evolved past that. He's absolutely What's, right. What they've evolved past is Gene and Cyclops. Yes, yes. I've There's evolved past thing. this conversation. Short King. Gene, Gene right is here. here for the two dick short king. <laughs> he's got like he's got like a little puck going on there. <laughs> uh it's worth pointing out though that the art was pretty cool. Um yeah, you know yeah. uh Vincenti can draw him some action and I enjoyed that. Even the quiet moments were good. He drew Sage. Sage Sage looked awesome in this in this book. Um I don't see Sage too much, but like for whatever reason, her holding the green sword, just like, I yeah. feel like her hair should be green. Like she just looks so cool <laughs> like that. I'll, I'll just show the panel, like where the the green of the Cerebro sword is lighting her. Mm-hmm. And like, she just looks awesome. The, the one, like one of the good things about this whole Krakoa thing is like, there are, have been some kind of background X-Men characters that have always existed in the background that mm-hmm. are kind of getting pushed a bit here. Yeah. Um, Sage, definitely one of them. Like, I couldn't really tell you who Sage was beforehand. <laughs> but, like, now, like, I'm getting, like, a good feel for her. I still I really enjoy her as a character. Black Tom Cassidy is probably, like, another one that, like, you wouldn't really have seen much of. Um, is uh, is the other like. girl Wolverine, is that, um, was she Honey Badger? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just She's basically just a cosplay. Um, yeah. I love Having Scout, a grand dude. old time. This felt like a uh, a back like a like a backdoor pilot for uh like a Wolverine's, a Wolverine's book. book. Which I don't need that. I really don't. Like keep it to keep it to Laura, keep it to Logan, and that's it. And 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 those characters can appear in each other's books and stuff. I I don't know. I could see that happening because that's a Marvel Dakin. thing to do, but sorry? Hating on Dakin, I guess. Yes, actually. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> very much He's honest. So. Yeah. um so yeah i i you know it, it's fine like it, the story's over i'm a little underwhelmed but the ride was worth it i think i think this was an excellent ride it's fun uh oh. <laughs> cm cm that dude said law i thought that beer was nasty why you keep drinking this sean you know why i keep drinking it it's free because i committed and my friend left me a six pack of this in my house like he was doing me a favor, but he left me the nastiest beer of all time. And it's in my fridge. So I must consume. <laughs> Cheers. I don't think Harris you says, like IPAs. I think that's what I think it is. Yeah. Harris Ooh. says new series, X Dicks of Wolverine featuring Jean Grey. Yeah, Sean, Sean read that and he was not going to read it on the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, no sell that one. Pull it. 
Uh, I would yeah, say pull, pull the. I, I assume this will be a hardcover. Collecting both, I yeah. do think like both of these series as a whole would be a good a good yank, pull. Yeah, a good yank, <laughs> yank. Tyler, you're freaking me out today, man. Yeah, my my stomach's messing up my brain, man. <laughs> Got the bubble brain, bubble butt, bubble uh, guts. Well, gee, thanks, Sean. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, we established it. you have swamp ass. Yeah, well, you yeah. think when when um all three are together, Jean, um, oh, Cyclops boy. and and Wolverine, it's Jean et toi. <laughs> okay, that was decent, Marco. Yeah, not bad. Was, oh, that was all right. Okay, it's not bad. All right, I, really, I thought that was gonna go somewhere a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that wow. bad. You even got me on board with that. But fuck you. <laughs> anyway, um, fucking not me. <laughs> well, let's not get into who you're fucking. What's going on? Let's uh let's review Rhodes number one. So. Uh, we've we've you know been looking forward to this book. Uh, this is by Joshua Williamson and Led Max on art. Don't know who that is. Colored by Matthias Lopez and uh, lettered by Hassan Atzman El Hau. Uh, so this is basically the for the most part the villains of the Flash mm-hmm. in the future. Black Label. So it's massive. Um, I, fi- I picked this up physically. Where's my wow? Oh, look at you. Now, did you read it physically? No, I'm not taking it's that bagged. So you bought it twice. Hell yeah, I bought it twice. So you black paid... label books I like it... to have, like physically. I just was think this worth fourteen dollars to you? Is that how much it was? Listen, it was six. Pay attention. Six thirty for me. I'm not. I'm not thrilled about it. <laughs> and I liked it. <clears throat> um, I, I so really yeah, it's like... enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I did too. It's it's basically uh, a last high story for the rogues. They need money. You know, life has not been kind to them in older age. And Captain Cold is, you know, like downtrodden and being treated like crap by everybody in his life. And he wants to steal. And he wants to do that last big heist and, uh, you know, right off into the sunset. And so that's the story. It's real, real, real good. I really love the premise too. Yeah. Uh, not only are they going to go get some money, they're going to go to Gorilla City and steal from Gorilla Grodd. That's fucking rad as hell. The whole, the whole cold open, cold open, um, the whole cold open to this nice. of them in the past at this, like it's almost like the the Marvel version of the Bar with No Name. It's just some villain bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where you can see like they all kind of have fun there, um, but that opening scene. Uh, where where Sam Simeon is the yeah. one who's drunk at the bar, and he's so drunk he lets slip this tiny bit of info. But that shot where it kind of just zooms in on uh, Captain Colt's face as he hears this, even though the whole bar is going into a fight, it, it like does like a slow zoom in onto him, and you just know like he will never forget that. Like mm-hmm. that's going to bother him. And then jump cut ten years. I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. This is yep. good. Yep. This is real good. It's a great setup. <clears throat> Dude, first of all, let me just say that as nasty as that beer was, I just finished it and I'm really feeling it. That aside, you said 8.7, um, right? <laughs> yeah, did yeah. You, did you eat? No. No. Oh, that's a fucking bad move. <laughs> or who's, a good who's move. hosting in a couple minutes, guys? <laughs> uh, me, and that's the funny part. So yeah for for like half this book we follow captain cold who you know isn't really even referred to that he's just leonard 
um, for the most part, which is, is a great decision on Williamson's part to bring him down, to help us understand the humanity of him. He's an old man, you know, and he isn't a badass anymore. Like he gets treated like crap by his bosses. His manager is younger than him. Um, he works at some kind of, you know, crappy factory. Um, he's a loser. And to some degree, they all are. Um, and they always have been. And I think that that's something that the book doesn't really say, but you kind of feel if you know the roads, mm -hmm. like they do kind of suck. Yeah. And, you know, you would never imagine that someone like, let's say, for example, Lex Luthor or Sinestro or the Joker would go out like this, but they would because they're bad um, at what they do. But this is their story <laughs> of trying to redeem themselves and in the back of my mind and i think this is why this story works so well in the back of my mind i'm saying these guys are not gonna succeed <laughs> like the flash is just gonna come and stop them or grod's gonna kill them or the police are gonna beat them like they're not going to win you know what i'm saying and that makes it exciting and, and sad i also like how there is no flash in this there is no presence <clears throat> of the flash yeah. in this because yeah. because he's coming later because he's the yeah. one that's going to stop them. Pulling a veer. Why? Why would he stop them? Why, why is he going to protect Gorilla City? Well, he's the Flash. They're, yeah, he's the Flash. They're who gives a shit? Why, but why would he want to protect Gorilla City? Isn't his whole thing, uh, was it Central City or whatever? Well, I think, I, I think in my mind anyways, the <laughs> fact that the rogues are active again is a problem. They just murdered like a whole bunch of security. Yeah, but, fair. Okay. That's, yeah, and, and another point is we don't know what the deal is. Right. Like it's 10 years later in this, you know, quote unquote alternate, you know, timeline or whatever. Who knows where he is? He could be dead. Yeah, that's true. I, I hadn't really what? considered that Flash would be dead, but yeah. I mean, because I think the whole idea of like Central City not being his Central City anymore, it's, it's this gentrified Central City. Um, and he doesn't recognize it anymore. And like there's no, the Flash doesn't show up in there. And, and I think the, idea of going to gorilla city is also part of it because yeah who cares like it's not there's no jurisdiction yeah. for police there you know it's yeah. like yeah. yeah it's like it's like yeah. a uh, international waters there's no rules yep and i think that's what's the most exciting part for me is like mm -hmm. even removing the flash if this book's not going to have the flash in it they can't get caught by the police so really it's just grod and that rules. Garrod <laughs> is a lot already. Yeah. Like the way Rod, they Rod the in way a that, suit. <laughs> yeah, the way that page where they said like Rod is a psychic gorilla. That's that's bad. <laughs> oh yeah. Like Rod by himself can kill every single one of them. I um I liked how they set up Captain Cold here. Um I know you mentioned a little bit, Sean, but like the, the way that they visually represent one where he's at. And then using that wall as like this was him. He is no longer like like it looks like this iconic um, this iconic memorial on the wall. He's used to be this iconic villain, and all that stuff came tumbling down. Things are rolling past him, and it makes you feel that. And I think um, mm. shout out to Leo Max because the the page where he's just like raging. And it's all red and he's throwing shit around and destroying stuff. I'm like, I felt that. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Go get that money, bro. Go get that shit. <laughs> it was a bit like a Joker, uh, the Joker movie. Yeah. Way. You know, it's like, oh, he had that one Spinning bad day that out. finally broke him. 
you know, when, when he got the promotion or whatever, right after meeting his parole officer, I was like, all right, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good job, Leonard. Get it, homie. <laughs> and then, whoops. Uh, and, and one of the good recurring themes that you always have with the rogues is the relationship between uh, Snart and his sister, who is a Golden Glider. Kill, yep. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Where she has always kind of teetered on like being a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, and this book really shows it. Like she's like the only one really to like make something of herself, even though it might seem small scale. Um, and her brother always brings her into the ship. And she can't help herself from from stopping that. She's always just buys into that. Um, and the other thing is that this marks a real change for Captain Cold because the 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 rogues have always had a code. Yep. And that's no killing. And oh, they throw that out the window in this first issue. That's yeah. That's why these people are different from Batman's rogues. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have honor as a you know to a certain degree like you know they're they're bad guys but they're not bad guys right they're more just like thieves with powers rather than murderers and psychos um which i love i love that distinction and i i you know again for me that plays into this whole thing it's like damn are they willing to do whatever it takes to win the day and captain cold is it doesn't matter to him anymore he's old he's beaten down and yeah he'll kill some guards he'll kill whoever to get this money um and that's the turn that's when i was like oh man they're all gonna die or get arrested or something that's also, what's like, gonna happen what kind of money is in gorilla city like you got to go through like customs and like exchange rates <laughs> is it golden bananas it, it might it be gold? heavy it's gold, yeah. Yeah, but how do you transport that? I guess you have Mirror Master. I guess that's yeah. Like that's, logistically, that's this is a this is a problem, Mister Mister Cold. You know, so I think that's why they needed Mirror Master. Probably mm. it's a broken mirror, so that's going to be interesting. I also like because this is a black label book. I enjoyed the fact that anyone is expendable. This feels like what Suicide mm-hmm. Squad should feel like, mm-hmm. um, where this is a suicide mission, and you know, like they're not all making out of this scot free. Yeah. So oh, that's a different book. Oh yeah, sorry. Yep. Um yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say, like, um, how did you so apparently there were two new editions. I'm unfamiliar with the mm-hmm. rogues, like just uh, out the gate. So how did you guys feel about the this sort of team and the way that it was being built? So it's bronze tiger and I think magenta magneta or something like that magneta. magenta yeah is it, or at least that's how I yeah i guess it, that's gotta be who it is yeah, um magenta. yeah they, i mean they're fine they're uh magenta is a flash villain mm. uh but she's not like one of the regular rogues <clears throat> um bronze tiger is just a i don't know a cool guy i think he was in the suicide squad at some point I felt bad for them. Uh, Magenta obviously, you know, needs this because she can't afford her medication, which is a very human problem to have. And Bronze Tiger is just a, a classic dude who, you know, wants to do good, but that money talks and he can't help himself. And they don't necessarily realize what they're getting into. They think it's an easy score, not easy, but like easy in the sense that it avoids cops, like what you guys talked about. Yeah. But I don't think they realize that like 
there's no chance this goes well. It doesn't matter what your plan is. They're going to die. I love that. I don't know, man. I don't think they will. You think they'll, you think they'll survive this? I think captain cold is got it. Yeah. I hope he does because it's captain cold, but there's a reason Leonard Snart is the leader of the rogues, man. He, he is the shit. See, I feel like he's the one that's going to die and everyone else is going to be like, okay, like this is going to be his final hurrah. He's Even gonna... better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you I, like I, the rogues, Cal. Man, I love the rogues. They're awesome. <laughs> I had no familiarity with the rogues until Joshua Williamson's run on the flash. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I just really started to like the whole identity. Man, Jeff John's stuff uh, is incredible. I got to go back to that. Um, go back. And to speak to that, the art uh, really reminded me of like uh, Scott Collins. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah. He did a lot of very um, important flash runs with uh, Mark Wade and, and Jeff Johns. This feels a bit like his art to me. Like the, the colors are, are sort of flat. And that's you know not him, but I don't know. It just it just it very much reminded me of that era of the Flash. I also really enjoyed Leo Max art, uh, mostly for the, the the variety of faces. Yeah, um, I feel like a lot a lot of comics sometimes they <clears throat> people draw one face, you know, like like a jock or something like that, you know, where everything everyone kind of looks the same. These look like actual people. Everyone is distinct. Yeah. There are different, mm-hmm. you know ethnicities here um facial structures it it was the cartooning on it was really good um which helped me like feel for these guys and kind of get into it a little more um, which i that that i thought was like one of the real strong points of it so the other thing i wanted to point out was the lettering which you know a lot of times doesn't come up but it was real good um there were some great moments here throughout one of them is when um Leonard is speaking with his sister and she yells at him, you know, and she says, we were criminals. And the lettering in that sequence is really good. You can, you can hear her, you know, and when she yells his name out, you can hear it. Um, And it's just such a great job. And there's so many examples Um, when she says to him, whether wizard and captain boomerang died, like that has the weight that it needs to have because the lettering changes to match her anger. And Hassan is on another level. He's so yeah. good. He accents and, stuff. Great. And another f- just fun one is when Mirror, um, not Mirror Master. Um, what's his name? Uh, the wizard. Trickster. Trickster. Thank you. I was going to say the wizard. Um, when Trickster disappears, <laughs> he just goes poof, and then Leonard curses, but it's just like scratched <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good moment. And also, while I'm on these pages, why is there a random roll of tissue paper? On the trickster's desk. What's that about? Got a dab. There wasn't any Jergens there. Where was there? There was what? No, no Jergen. Jergens next to the desk was. Oh my god, Tyler, that's you. Toilet paper? You said tissue paper. I'm sorry. Isn't it tissue paper? No, I was I was looking for the stuff that you would put in a gift bag. (laughs) Like like, oh, is there a present there or? Uh, yeah, I, I thought this was excellent. Yeah, I'm very excited to follow this. Really good stuff. 
Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's black label, so it probably is not coming out week or monthly. Probably be like every three months or so. But whenever it drops, I'll be excited to read it. Sweet. I can forget about it for the next uh, year or so, and I'll pick it up and trade. You going to trade weight this? Probably. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna pick I say up. pull it. Yeah. Pull it. Yeah. 100% pull it. Yeah. Old man cold. That's what Harris said. That's good. That's a good one. Uh, let's talk about the human target. Number six. The hymen target. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, as someone who hasn't been following human target, this book has got me thinking about human target all the time. It's so good. I can't decide show. if I like it or not. <laughs> Go watch the show. Let us know how it is. What's the we've talked about the show. Yeah, it's on Fox. Two seasons. Yeah. There's two shows, actually. Wait, really? I believe so. Go watch them, Kale. You should. Two seasons. If you want more human target, it's right there. I'm gonna look into it. There you go. Uh <laughs> so this is Tom King, of course, Greg Smallwood, Clayton Cowles, uh, the usual team. One of the things I love about Tom's books, never change an artist, always the same squad from start to finish, which, you know, it's worth pointing out um, (laughs) as a result of that fact, this will be the last issue of of Human Target until September. Mm -hmm. I mean, Taletta, Batman, Catwoman, that that one didn't have the same artist throughout. uh, Well, uh, well, listen, let's not even totally derailed the book for me. Yeah. Um, This was my pick of the week. Yep. Same. Yep. Hard agree. Yeah. This good, made me say, shit. what the fuck, in the cafe I was in reading this. Yeah. Yo, Why? Um, right near some children, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow, you curse in front of kids? Dude, what is what it with you and kids today? Why didn't you just hand them this uh, this kid's book? This funny book? Yeah. I don't know if they can read. I don't, I don't want a kid <laughs> touching my iPad. <laughs> you know, that's a fair point. <laughs> uh, look at the pictures. <laughs> you ever see what kids do to iPads? Like you know, like you have an iPad kid, and then you see, yeah, it's just gross. Yeah, gross. No, 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 you're, not and shit. you're not touching that. Kids Wait, so your kids are not going to have iPads? They their might own. have their own. Okay. If I can, if I can, you know, do that. Oh sure, well, I Ty, didn't know Tyler was rolling in money. All his kids are going to have iPads. <laughs> All none of them. <laughs> you're, you're not going to have kids. I mean, we don't even have <laughs> no, that I'm not gonna have money. intellectual <laughs> conversation right now. I just was curious, man. Eventually. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Eventually. You got plans? <clears throat> no. Sean, no, we, we can talk drunk. about the. Yeah. <laughs> He's lost all hosting capability. No, that's bullshit. Listen, um, Human Target One was phenomenal this week. Um, I really, really like this interpretation of Guy Gardner. This dude is a problem. He's an asshole. <clears throat> yeah. I should hate we, it. Should we but spoil it makes this? absolute sense. Right. Should we spoil this? Yeah. What else are we here for? It's already all over the internet. Oh, yeah. is it? Okay. Yeah. Right, Ramon yeah. Uh, Villalobos gave it the Ed Pisker treatment. And uh, so it's already, it's already everywhere. <laughs> what a guy. Uh, it's, I mean, I knew, I knew Guy Gardner had a glass jaw, but this is uh-huh. a little Hold much, them. a little much. The whole story flipped. Yeah. All flipped. They killed Guy Gardner. So right that moment, I was like, 
oh shit, they gotta be fucking with me. Like, this can't have happened, no way. And you keep going through the pages, and then... Tom King was trying to fuck on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We gotta share that video, because they don't get that. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll right. show it to you guys later. Yeah. We need that audio clip, by the way. You, I, Har- I gotta send you a list of clips. Harris, take your headphones out. Just read it. <laughs> and uh, for me, the clump of blood that melted i was like oh fuck they did it yeah bro they were having sex right next to his melting decomposing that's body what insane. that's insane dude that whole that whole dynamic is uh fucked no mm-hmm. they were fucked <laughs> you know what while i was reading this I'm, I'm gonna tell you while i was reading this i was thinking man you know what i could see marco in this role <laughs> murdering some murdering somebody you and your girl murdering yeah. <laughs> someone together yes i could see that and having to so, cover it up yo anna de Armas was mad this issue she was real she, grumpy this issue i feel like if you were hanging out with a mad anna de Armas, you would kill someone like if that if that <laughs> if you if you had to like that's what you had to do to kind of keep that going <laughs> yeah no way murder she's, Easy murder. Um, so I, I really enjoy this because uh, this whole series is kind of like this weird detective story, but now it, it does it. This changes genres almost uh, mm-hmm. with this issue. Um, now this turns into like a true romance, almost like breathless kind of uh, story that um, has like our two main hero characters on the lamb. It looks like going forward while trying to solve this this murder. There's two and also hide their now. murder. Yeah, yeah, it's... yeah. They gotta frame them together now, right? They gotta, they gotta uh, pin I it. Mean, that's possibly, what I was yeah. thinking about. They gotta pin it on. First, they're mm. gonna figure out who got Christopher Chance, and then pin Guy Gardner on them. Hmm. I mean, I hadn't thought here's, about the, that. here's the one part of this that I don't think um, I thought about till now. Looking at this cover, where'd the ring go? Like, wouldn't they know that that guy's dead? Because there'd be a new lantern. Oh, because it goes away, right? That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it goes to the next worthy person. Do they show or, that? I don't think. Or, I don't. Go ahead. I think. Or the other thing is that this guy isn't dead. Ice is the killer, yeah. and this is a whole thing with you know special effects that you know that Christopher Chance Whoa. put together mm-hmm. to kind of get her on his side some more and kind of well break down her hunter. Well, or it's a double, uh, a sort of double frame uh, with Ice and Guy uh, mm. in together, and they you combine their powers yeah. to make a mm, true. Yeah. a copy. The problem with with the thought of this being uh, and uh, you know Christopher Chance him doing this <clears throat> is because we can read his inner thoughts, and mm. so he's unless he's lying to himself, we know that he really thinks that this happened. Can we? Well, he, because he I I had to read issue five before this, and that whole issue is about hiding your thoughts from people who can read them. Right. Do you think he's hiding his thoughts from us? Yeah, yeah. An unreliable narrator. Okay. Fun little fun little trope. But I, I like how it could be any of these things. You know, like yeah, this book really is like oh fuck. You had to do this issue and then put go on hiatus. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. Um. And it's funny because at first I was like, all right, you know, nothing really that crazy is happening in this issue. I kind of <laughs> want to see, you know, him get back to the mystery. Like, I get Anna Armas is hot. Let's move on. But when I saw that hammer 
coming yeah. through the window. Yeah. I was like, oh, here we go again. This douchebag guy Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't go where I thought it would. It did, it did not go where I thought it would. And what's funny is as they were killing him, I was like, wait, that matters a lot. That's not a small thing to happen. It's a Justice League member. Yeah. Yeah. The, you, the, you can't just do that. The way that they just talk through it, like, what happens if this? What if that? Like, like they start getting methodical about that shit. Right. I was like, whoa, they're really plotting something here. Damn, mm-hmm. Ice is cold, man. Ice is cold? <laughs> I need I another know. beer. This is, this is kind yes, of... You do. I think this is turning into my favorite Tom King story. Like, this is hitting a lot of, like, just things I, I really enjoy. <laughs> I could see that. I, I could need, see that. I need to see the end. It's always the way he lands for sure. me that, yep. like, trips mm-hmm. me up. Trajectory-wise, though, like, it's it's, oh, it's getting there. Yeah. This is the tightest I think I've ever had read of a Tom King book. By to, to this point, comparing, you know, issue to issue, I still think I like Vision the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but past Vision, this is it. Because Strange Adventures, I like more overall, but that's done, and this is not. Yeah. Oh, and Rorschach. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding myself. Rorschach Omega Man too. Omega Man, really good. Oh Omega my Man. god! Wow. Yeah. Really we good. always. It's funny. Like we spent almost all of 2020, and some amount of 2021 crapping on Tom King's <laughs> most recent work, and 2022 and the latter half of 2021 has been all about how good he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Dude, I saw. I Everything saw a hardcover. Hardcover Heroes in Crisis at my shop today, uh, half off, and I thought about it. Thought about it. it. It didn't do it. I didn't do it. I'm like, this isn't worth 15 bucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's half off 15. Yeah, yeah. It was like 30 bucks for a hardcover. It might be like 35, yeah. so it might be like 1750 okay. or something. But. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stoopy says, "Good morning, good morning." What part of the yeah, world that's, are that's, you in, man? That's my brother-in-law. He's in college, so he probably just woke up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, like I said, this is my pick of the week. It's a- an absolute pull. This is great stuff. Um, neither a creator, Greg Smallwood or Tom King, have missed on any panel in this mm. entire series, let alone an issue. It's crazy. Yeah. Who um, Who is the woman at the end of the book? Fire. Is that fire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is fire? Okay. I think you could tell she, by the the green wisps of flame coming from the cigarette. Well, that's what I thought, but she didn't quite look like the uh, the same woman that we that I just seen in in uh, issue, five. Uh, issue five. So I just you saw her to make sure coital with Martian Manhunter. It's a little not well be even before that. Even before that. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right. That'll change a person, but <laughs> <laughs> wait, having sex with a Martian will change a person. Sure, oh, yeah. How do you Consensual know? Consensual probing. How do I know? Come on. Who do you think I'm married to? No, come on. <laughs> Your wife's a Martian? Wait, you talk she, about that? Does she listen to this podcast? That feels, that because... feels like a, uh, a Mike Myers. Have you met my wife? Does she <laughs> yeah, listen to this podcast? <laughs> no, she's got sense. <laughs> she has shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> she's not sitting around listening to this shit. She's um, actually making a career. <laughs> Well, speaking of a sense uh, or lack thereof, let's talk about Gunslinger Spawn. Uh, oh, yeah. Pull, pass 
on super pull. target. Hard human target. Pull it. Gotta be pull. Yeah. Pull it. Kale, um, the fact that you're not following this in somewhat en- enrages me. That he's not following Gunslinger spawn, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've moved I, on. Uh, Come on. I thought about uh, about it, and um, I'm not going to go back and read the first issues, I think, until this whole thing is collected. They have to come um, on Comixology Unlimited at some point. Yeah. I'm about to drop Comixology Unlimited. Are you fucking kidding me? I had such a hard time getting Batman Black Mirror. I'm, f- I'm furious. <laughs> yeah, I, Amazon can suck my d- f- dick. Foot, foot. Oh, okay. <laughs> try to try wow. save you there. <laughs> He's talking about Black Mirror. Dick is Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick Grayson. Yep. So, Gunslinger Spawn uh, was scripted and plotted by none other than Todd McFarlane, who. Boy, I'm sure you guys will have a blast talking about this weekend on the show, and I really wish I was going to be there for that. Oh, we're talking uh, toys this weekend. <laughs> oh, you know it. Yeah. Brett Booth on art, inks by Sal Regla and Adelso Corona, colors by Ivan Nunez, lettering by Tom Orzachowski. So, full disclosure, we haven't reviewed Gunslinger in a couple of issues, I think, and I have not kept up. So, whatever is happening here was you know, whatever was happening here. I, I don't have context for these scenes, but I like the clown and violator. So I had to pick this up. I even got the cover that had violator on it because, you know, that's just where, where he's eating him. Sorry. Where he's eating him. That's what I have on the, on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, John yeah, Leguizamo cover. Nice. Indeed. Um, Vito. <laughs> you know what, Kale, I'm not going to let you get away with erasing Latin people in movies, all right? Ooh. You understand that? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> good call. Typical I'm not Texan. A very good ally. Yeah. Typical Texan. <laughs> Wait, but are you turning red? Because if you're not, you don't give a shit about what I just said. <laughs> I might be. Nah, nah. More, <laughs> more of a pinkish hue. Well, see, it's because I went along with it preemptively. No. I saw what you were doing. I could feel it. Guys, can I say something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I didn't hate this. <laughs> I have not been keeping up either. Uh, like I don't could give two shits about Gunslinger. Like that that one didn't jump out to me at all out of all the spawn things we've read. But I enjoy Brett Booth. Mm-hmm. I do like me some Brett Booth. And like yeah. I didn't read that it was Brett Booth before I opened the book. Um and then I was like, is this is this good art? What's going on here? I don't <laughs> wait a minute, this looks familiar. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. it's Brett Booth. Like, I think that okay. itself was a treat for me. Um, even though it turned out to be half of a drinking match and the other half was just a fighting match. Like, it is like smooth brain. Yeah, it's smooth brain comics to like a good degree, I think. <laughs> like, uh, it is like I, I got to turn my brain off a little bit. And today I needed to do that. So that actually helped. Um, but like, I don't look good. I don't, I don't know why the clown is. He's, he's like, he's got like, he's big. Like, <laughs> my dude was, was a little swole in this one. He had like a Keith Lee big. physique, you know? Keith Lee? Yeah. Keith he's Lee, like, you saw, you looked at the clown and you saw Keith Lee. Listen, I'm not going to do, you know what? Fine. Keith Lee. Never mind. Go ahead. Sure. I just thought he, like, I was, I was picturing like Wazamo on his knees, you know, when I think of the clown and like, oh, this guy is towering over Gunslinger. Um, 
I still I still fucking hate that there they, there are just uh, adjective spawns. Like I think that's so stupid. Um, nah, that's I could not tell you Gunslinger spawns actual name. Why couldn't you just be positive about the book, Tyler? You were you were on such a good path. This is positive for me. <laughs> you don't have to shit on Gunslinger Spawn's name, okay? I can't shit on it because I don't know it. Oh, his true name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me neither. Who cares? Is it like Jebediah or something? Maybe. No, it's worse. I, it's I worse. Like his, what is it? I do like his uh, Doug Dimodome hat, though. That That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they should play with that a little more. Like, never show the top of it. Like that, if I were Brett Booth, I would have. Oh, like doesn't matter what panel it's in; it always Everybody's, goes through the panel. Yeah, just to let it yeah. get higher and higher. So this issue is basically Gunslinger Spawn and the Clown eating and drinking for a, a large majority of it, and then, and it's then like twelve pages. They a month. start having sex. What? What do you mean, what? That's what happened. That's not how you read it? What? What did you read? What did you read? Look at this. Look at... It's 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 Gunslinger oh. Spawn <laughs> with the clown bent over the table and Gunslinger Spawn is behind him and you can't see... And, and the in, the next, in the next panel, he's smoking a cigarette, too. Hold yeah. On. Wait, what? Hold on. I didn't catch this. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Uh, page 11. Long into wait, the night. what? See, yeah. okay, here's how I read this. I read this as Spawn came up beside of him and, <laughs> and was, like, talking to him to get an idea of, like, how, how drunk is this guy? And then he stabs him. Why is he but, bent over? But, like... Even the table. symbolism of him stabbing the clown is this is a, the most homoerotic spawn page, which is saying something um, I have seen in a long time. And I didn't I didn't catch that. That not at all. Human Target is not the only sexy book on the stands this week. Wow. Yo, I got to send this to Matt. He can be the decipher on this one. My man is smoking a cigarette. While he's getting the job done, yeah, I'm gonna tweet at I'm gonna tweet at Tom, the Tom violator. <laughs> while he's violating the violator, I'm I'm tweeting this page to Todd right now. I need I need I need answers here. <laughs> I yeah. need answers. Todd McFarlane is accepting no questions at the current moment. I'm sorry. That's true. <laughs> I mean, he might he he should you know be like, oh yeah, we have inclusive characters in our books. You know, like get some good PR out of this. I really <laughs> um, this book was weird. It was it was just like a hot mess. Um. I like the violator a lot, but the fact that they just sat here and had dinner is. Do you mean gunslinger or the clown? <laughs> Dude, they, they, they might have been fucking. You yeah, blown my were. mind. They, 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 they absolutely were. Are you going to take this from me? From somebody who was against people fucking in comics, you know, as we talked about Gene and, and, and Logan. Um, I'm not against say, it. For you to say that they're doing this, it's got to be true then. I trust you. First of all, listen, when it comes to that, Human Target has delivered in spades, and you haven't heard me complaining. <laughs> Fair. So, um, yeah, I'm, I just, I didn't expect this, and I read this, and I was like, wow, I, I feel violated. The, I don't, man, like... I think be, I, I'm thinking even if we follow this, right, this wouldn't be great story-wise. 
your point. Tyler, <laughs> Art, Brett Booth, good all the time. Art's always good. Any book that you pick <laughs> up that has Spawn in it, it's pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, man, I don't know what was going on. I don't know what the why people are doing. Yeah. Things. Is, so so things Sharon are says, chat. Things are Sharon happening. Says, I had a uh, quick chat. Bro, that was like 13 pages. Marco, you've never had a chat. For 13 with... pages? <laughs> For thirteen minutes, thirteen hours, Marco Marco that, t- tells time in pages. It's very while, <laughs> while you were having a drink, and then all of a sudden, one thing leads to another, and you're bending your you know your chat partner over the table. Never had that. It happens too frequently. I mean, at know. least Gunslinger Spawn doesn't suffer whiskey dick. Like that's. <laughs> Guess so. I mean, he has the powers of a hell spawn. I think that that helps with ED. Yeah. Um, well, so does the hat. Well, that, someone say they had as compensation for ED. Well, it's true. It's not it's true. about the size of the hat. It's how Damn you it. use it. This would be a great time to slip into a blue shoe commercial. Too bad they're not. Uh, sponsored we got to. We got to contact them. We got to contact. Anyway, them. yeah, we do. Um, Marco, you want to deal with the samples? Uh huh. <laughs> you got the you got the hoodie on. I figured you know. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you, you can't see the logo. It is a blue shoe hoodie, but yeah. Artist side, I just in the bottom pocket. I, I just I just felt like even even what was happening is whatever the dialogue was just not good, um, and that's the biggest issue with Gunslinger Spawn is that it's it's I believe it's the only Spawn book that's currently fully written by Todd McFarlane, and that's an issue. <laughs> Him specifically is the issue. Yeah, <laughs> I love Todd McFarlane, but as a writer, I just you know I'm sorry. And as an, like, a professional opinion haver, not great. Hey man, listen, he sold more toys than I ever will. But I'll tell you this. I went my entire childhood without ever finding a Jean Grey toy. And that feels bad. Yeah, and I, now I, that I he's an that adult, fact. Sean has mason jars full of them. I don't <laughs> like a serial disgusting. killer, so maybe he's on to something. Yeah, I can oh. talk to you about the mason jar thing later. We can we can talk about that. That's it's a different yeah, I'm thing. not sure Kale knows about that. I don't. Yeah, yeah you're right. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was the thing. I thought we were going somewhere else. <laughs> Shenron asked from someone outside of Spawn, is this book canon? It's absolutely canon, um, which is, you know, that arguably makes it worse. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it fits in yet. It's he... disparate. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say pass, whether you've been reading this or not. This issue does not feel consequential. All you need to know is that Gunslinger Spawn and Violator have a chat. Violator gets violated. He's really mad. Gunslinger Spawn beats his ass, and he leaves Omega Island. That's it. It's totally skippable. Art, great art aside. Sure. Not yes. book of the week. Pass. No. Not at all. Not, not at all. I'm passing on this one. Yep. Hey, what? Wait. Whoa. You can't be as positive as you were, Tyler, and then say I'm I didn't know they were fucking. That Not changes they... it for you. What are you? What? Whoa, whoa! I'm no. anti-clown. I will say it. I'm clownphobic. I don't like clowns at all. Ooh. Wow! Wow! I'm fine wow. with I don't. Clowns scare me, and seeing one get get pleasured. No, thank you. Pleasured. <laughs> well, to be fair, we don't know that we saw him get pleasured. Also, I think he, he was passed blood. out. Hold on a second. Gunslinger well, spawn? This isn't consensual. This is What you mean oh, he was oh, passed boy. out? He was passed out? I mean, he was he was heavily sedated. He was drunk. 
inebriated. The clown that's was. not consent. <clears throat> he got him drunk. It's not. That's even worse. I know. There's. There's. Well, there's, hold on. He says I want to. Yeah. But he's inebriated. Yeah, yeah that's that's uh, still a still a gray area consent that I don't I don't feel feel comfortable with. All right, well, yeah, I'm I'm tweeting at, at Todd right now. You go ahead and do that. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> we have comics tag to jump into. So I was tagged by Kale to read uh, Sandman Mystery Theater. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's just, what happened? Did Kale forget that he did this? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was trying to be enthusiastic. Oh, okay. okay. Fair enough. Um, Matt Wagner and Guy Davis did this. Um, I only had the opportunity to read through the first issue. Part of that is because of how I felt about the first issue. Uh, oh, I'm not. I'm not saying that you know this. This is bad. I'm not saying you know anything. I don't know. But reading the first issue, I was like, wow, I cannot get through another one of this. This was tough. <laughs> this was tough. Um, literally, nothing happened. There's some kind of murderer who's killing people that are rich. Um, and I, I struggled to care about that. Um, and other than that, people go to Harlem and everybody in a Harlem nightclub is white. That's all I needed to see. Like, Oops. you go to Harlem. Harlem yeah. is the spot. You go to Harlem in 1998. You don't see Puffy. You don't see Biggie. Everybody's white. You kidding me? DMX? Come on, please. Well, this is also set in 1930, so that could also be part of the problem. 1930. It's even worse. <clears throat> I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was 1998. I could have sworn someone said 1998. But even if it is 1938, where's uh? I don't know. Madam C.J. Walker, bro. Yeah, Marco. Who else? Who else could have been there? There's well, like no no one black. Uh, no, oh yeah, Meyer Lansky was there. He wasn't alive in 1998. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Man. Sorry, you didn't like it. Sean, it it it's good. Well, Listen, I, I forget I forget how the first issue starts off, but like yeah, I'm looking through it now. Nothing happens. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you're saying that after what we just read, especially. I hated Gunslinger <laughs> Spawn though. I didn't I didn't vouch for that. We have read so much worse than that than this first issue. Listen, it was twenty, and you have liked it. It was 26 pages of, hey, dad, I'm going to Harlem. No, babe, you can't go to Harlem. Uh, I don't want you outside at night. And she's like, oh, dad, it's fine. I'm just going to go to Harlem with my friends. And then someone gets poisoned and kidnapped. And that's all that happened for 26 pages. You didn't even get to the good part. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you should have told me, hey, listen, this will not be good. I said until... that I wouldn't have recommended it if I didn't think the first issue was good. All right. And also, I said to read the first arc. So you didn't fulfill the contract. Yeah. You know why? Because I couldn't get past the first issue. Damn. Rewriting the rules on the, on the fly. Mm -hmm. man. Listen, man. Beer's going to his head. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta come correct when you recommend you sure, these books. Are you sure man? you're not drinking skunk beer, Sean? What do you mean by that? Like just like like it went bad. Like he left some like <laughs> skunked. Sk like when beer is bad, it gets skunked. Oh, thanks. They're like seven years old. 
Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I, like I, I, once, I once cracked open an old skunked uh, Dunkin' Donuts harpoon beer. Oh. Dunkin' Donuts Horrendous. beer. Yeah, harpoon mm-hmm. put out like a Dunkin' Donuts stout. It was good. It, it is was actually really good. It was like a coffee stout. Um, but I had a skunked one and it was not good. It made me feel funny. So. Well, you know what else was not good? Uh, this issue of Sandman Mystery Theater. I'm sorry <laughs> to all who enjoy it, but I just... Is this I the original Sandman? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never read Sandman Mystery Theater, so... It's very good. Hmm. Okay. All right, fair enough. So, so, Sean, who are you tagging? It's a great question, Marco. So, I thought, since I won't be here next week... What can I do? What can I really do to to make someone suffer? Mm, it's time we had some real damage. <laughs> and I thought, gosh, what have we not touched upon uh, in all the episodes that we have done? What can I recommend that's just... Cerebus. You know? <laughs> I, I have no frame of reference for that. But... I do have a frame of reference for the end of J. Michael Straczynski's run on Spider-Man. I'm tagging someone here with one more day. Is it me? It absolutely is. I love one more day. Let's go. What? I was going to say, I, I like it. that book. I hope it's not I me. Own it. <laughs> you love one more day? It's It's been a while. It's been a while since I read it. it. It's um, been. But I remember not hating it. Yeah. Same. Damn. Dodge the he bullet. thought. He thought. He thought. Yeah. It's, it's also pretty, it's also pretty short, too. It's like three issues. should have tagged like, Marco. You Marco, should have. Marco liked Onslaught. That's that's why he didn't do it. Because I'm like, well, yeah. Marco liked Onslaught. <laughs> He'll like one more day. Yeah. Oh, it's got Wait, that Joe Quesada art, too. Oh, Tyler's what if, so lucky. What if you're the odd man you, out there, Sean? What if, what if you had tagged me and the three of us would have just liked it? You know what's funny? I met Joe Casada one time and I told him, hey, man, you know, I've really loved one more day. And he was like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I was half lying. But <laughs> I don't ass. actually hate it myself. So so you scared me because you when you said like the end of uh, Straczynski's, I'm like, oh, man, he's going to make him read Superman Grounded. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, that was also rough. saw that in the 50 cent bin. Um, I wouldn't put anyone through that. That's rough. <laughs> I have a Superman book where he walks slower than Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump across the country. Uh, I was so excited for that book, too. I mean, it was yeah. just a complete dive. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so next week, Tyler will be reviewing for you guys, giving his thoughts on One More Day. I just found the audio file for when me and Matt did it for Longbox. Oh, shoot. Sweet. So it. next week's episode, we can skip next week's episode. I can just play it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just play it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, Matt will be joining us next week. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, let's do let's do Pals-Pulls. We got one one thing left to go. So, uh, Sean, you picked a Hulk Grand Design by a, a hot new artist, Jim Rugg. Let's go. <laughs> so, <laughs> full disclosure, I completely forgot that Jim Rugg was the was the uh, <laughs> writer artist behind this. Why is that and, an issue, Sean? Hmm. Listen Damn. to uh, episode two eighty two. Oh, he was the there for that. Files. He was he was making putting hot takes in the chat. You you don't remember that? Mm. <laughs> Can't wait to see the mouse co- cover for this. Oh <laughs> my god! Yes. Um, but I really loved X Men Grand Design. I thought it was 
fantastic. So I'm hoping, even though it's a different creator, uh, that, and I understand now why it would be Jim Rugg, because Ed Pisker did uh, the X-Men one. Mm -hmm. So now his tag team partner is coming in to do the Hulk. I love the Hulk, but I don't have a great knowledge of his past. Mm -hmm. So I think that if this follows the same trajectory as the X-Men version, this will be a, a, an awesome synthesis of the Hulk's history, and uh, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. <clears throat> I will say good luck to Jim Rugg, because Hulk fans are notoriously uh, hard to please. So uh, it's going to be rough. I, I know uh, Donnie Cates was the one like tweeting about it. He's like, yo, Hulk fans are even r rougher than, than Thor and uh, Venom fans. So good luck. Oh, I, mean, I like Jim I like Jerome's art too, so I'm kind of interested to see this. Venom fans are happy to get anything. Uh, <laughs> They're spoiled lately. There's another Venom book that just came out this week. Yeah. Lethal Predator. A lot of uh, a lot of like trapped in the in the 80s and 90s fans very excited about this week's I guess, uh, I guess it's so, crop man. of books. Well, then yeah, they'd ben be excited Riley. about Grand Design, right? Hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. Hopefully. Yeah. What what, what else came out? Uh, ben Riley and Maestro also came out this week. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> yeah. then. Uh, I think uh, Patch, number one. Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Mm, but, yeah although right. I think that's a more modern creative team. I, I could be wrong. It um, probably but you is, also but had... Uh, Ooh, uh, sorry, man. Before, before we move on, who uh, who's this cover by, Tyler? This is a Peach Momoko cover. Okay, oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. So good. Yeah. If there is a, a Peach Momoko variant, I'm going to show that off. <laughs> <laughs> although the Jim Rugg like, a cover A for this is also very good. Classic looking. Um, you also put Batman Beyond the White Knight on here by uh sean murphy with dave stewart Ooh. so i chose two creators who are controversial <laughs> this week because uh, i just love that but but no uh i i think that batman white knight is one of the best um batman stories that's been told in a while Dude, um, i i agree with you i have a the black and white you know nice you want to actually put that reading in the camera reading his, to show uh, it off? Yeah, or? yeah. It's uh, the Batman. I mean, my camera mm -hmm. doesn't autofocus, so. Just, you're, yeah, just raise it up because you're, like, putting it. <laughs> you're nowhere near the camera. <laughs> this is a great podcast work. Are you drunk? Oh, no, no guys, the, I'm, I'm the, putting it camera. towards, yeah, I'm putting it towards the camera that's for the stream. It's a different camera. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes yeah, sense. Making that me makes look sense. like an idiot. I'm like, I'm, I, I can see it in the camera in the stream. It's fine. <laughs> so, anyway, um, be, uh. Batman White Knight has been phenomenal. Sean Murphy showing off his writing chops throughout, um, but also his art, which is phenomenal. Sean Gordon Murphy is one of the best writer-artist combos in the game. And the past two volumes have been amazing, so I'm excited to see what he does with Batman Beyond, who we're about to see here. So The Harley one was very good, too. Yes. Yeah, yes. I actually really enjoyed the Harley one. Um, so I picked Astro City. Uh, I forget uh, that was then number one. Um, so Kurt Busiek's Astro City is kind of a comic staple for the past what twenty two years, maybe yeah. longer. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of jumped back and forth between publishers. Mm -hmm. uh, most recently at Vertigo, where he essentially ended it, um, but he has a, a deal with Image now to bring everything back to Image. Um, and he's starting something new as well. And, you know, like, like, like I know, Sean, you're not going to be here next week, but I, I think this is one of the books I do want to talk about next week because. Oh, yes. Her BCX. In Marco, like, it, it is just like good superhero comics, but it's all like, it's no, almost I've, slice I've, of life. I've read part too. of it. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's so good. Uh, it's one of the, the things that like I discovered while doing the long box, because um, mm. timing wise, when like the new Astro City Man. stuff came out, uh, it's... the uh, uh, the first volume, the very very first one, uh, was one of the uh, the comics I like cut my teeth on, uh, way way you know when I started reading, and I'm yeah. so glad I had that uh, first come around. I I used to get them from the library in my high school, mm. and. It uh, man, I checked that book out so many times. Yeah, Busiek is just probably one of the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a shame what? he's he's not been more prominent with his health issues. Um, mm. Autumn Lands is a book that I absolutely adored, and uh, that went on hiatus for years at this point. What? But it, did it, it, get, it, did it get name back. changed? Because like yeah, a it, was, uh, it was like Tooth and Bone, I think it was Tooth and Claw, and then it became like it was that, the yeah. Autumn Lands, like Tooth and Claw, and then it's just the Autumn Lands at that point. Like that. John, do you have a question? Yeah, I was just curious. What is Astro City about? It's like, just a city that has superheroes in it and how it affects the everyday man. Mm-hmm. Some of the stories are focused on superheroes, but some of the stories are focused on regular people and the superheroes they interact with. Citizens. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're, uh, my my absolute favorite is the, uh, the, the Hanging Man story yeah that's the one like, so there's this like the go-to one yeah there's this uh um cosmic dream entity called the hanged man and he's uh he's a guy you know in like a, a hangman's noose and he's got the hood over him and um uh he just kind of shows up places and uh there's this guy who has uh keeps dreaming about this woman and he's madly in love with her but he has no idea who she is and it turns out that she uh, is from an alternate timeline where one thing happened. It was like a crisis uh, event happened or something. Well, yeah, I don't even think it was that. It was like uh, one thing was moved, and so she was never born. Um, but this is the hanging man's way of letting this guy feel this love that he had, and he's missing out on because of this one event. And it's oh man, it's so good. Wow, interesting. I'll, I'll it's like, probably pick it up. And it's almost like it's it's feel good in a way. A lot of the stories, uh, not yeah. in like a, a hokey kind of way. It's just, uh, it's yeah. Sean, this is like I think everyone should check out Asher City to some extent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You enjoy it, definitely okay. up your alley. Um, and thankfully, I turned the hardcover filter on when looking at next week's books because Kale picked a, a trade, and I realized that uh, Hickman's X Men Omnibus is coming out next week oh man that is the entirety of his x-men run uh after hawks Pox, which includes the um the uh giant size issues as well giant size right yeah Yeah. Yeah. okay never mind Um, those are fine no that's how you can have them (laughs) it has the apocalypse in a suit issue in it that's all that matters i don't care what else is in it uh that issue made the run for me i think it just oh that's such a damn good issue um, and then, speaking of X-Men, Marco picked Immortal X-Men, number one. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yep. Kieran Gillen, uh, forgetting who's on art, but um, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Gillen's going to be doing here. I think he him at the helm of the, of the Eternals right now has been very, very cool. I, I like the story. I like his plotting. I like the fact that this book is going to be about the quiet council 
and you know the interpol like the the politics of it and the dynamics um lucas wernick is the yeah. artist Dude, um, uh, and and the fact yeah. that he's focusing on that and he's been doing something so, sort of similar with eternals hooked immediately that's a buy i really hope that cerebro is not doing <laughs> commentating some, yeah i don't want that narration <laughs> cerebro uh, doesn't have any flavor this uh this cover though is tasty <clears throat> Um, although I don't like seeing Scott's uh, visor on the floor like that, that's uh, ominous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I love Cyclops. Don't hurt my boy. Uh, and then, it was, uh, no surprise, Marco picked the Swamp Thing, number eleven. Uh, yeah, 16. super indie book. Um, if I haven't <laughs> heard of it, uh, Swamp the Swamp Thing. Um, little known writer Ram V. Um, pretty underrated artist Mike. Uh, Mike Perkins with um oh great colorist Mike Spicer actually he did um uh, uh nah this is the whole package this team has been incredible I really liked this run of the Swamp Thing and I like where he's been where Ram has been sort of taking the character the the kind of message that he put across and, and the statement he was trying to get I think I think it was a it was a good job for the first arc and. This is the extension now, right? Because he was only 10 issues. They gave him an extra six. And the cover has Tefe on it. And that's very interesting because I don't think we've seen her in, I don't know, even not, not even in New 52. This is probably like. I don't this know point. who this character is. Tefe? Yeah. Wait, I never got who there. Tefe is? Never got this there. Is, this is uh, Swamp Thing's daughter. I, I haven't read a lot of Swamp Thing, I'll be honest. Well, it. it um, it's not in the Alan Moore stuff. This is like later on past that stuff. Yep. Um, no, why not would in there we know she Scott is? Well, I don't know. This I just a blind thought it's like a thing. Marco said that like we were talking about like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, the Riddler. Like, oh, you guys know who the Riddler is? Who does it know Tepe is? It's like they, she had a whole run with Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, you know we don't know who Tefe is. <laughs> and like, you put a white-haired woman with uh, dark streaks in her hair on the Swamp Thing cover. I'm like, oh, Abby Arcane. That's great, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's absolutely who I thought it was, and I didn't question it. Nope. Tefe is his daughter, Teflon or whatever. She, and and she has uh, powers of the green as well as powers of the red, and so um, she's a a pretty deadly combination. Yeah. Where's um, so interesting to see where she goes. Me some That's what I want. Nice. Uh, Kale, speaking of Master City, uh, you uh, chose Metro Book Number One, which I, is this like the? It's a new collection, right? It's a new collection. Yeah. Um, I closed my window with the synopsis, um, but it's no. a it's a new Astro City collection. I am pulling it up right now. I can read it. Thank you. A hero dreams of flight. An alien spy prepares for invasion. A young man is mentored by a hero with dark secrets. A street criminal discovers a hero's identity and much, much more. Step into a world of heroes and see them from a whole different perspective. These are the multiple award-winning stories that began the epic series and changed how we think about superheroes. Okay, so this is just a a whole new collection. So this would be a good place for you to start, Sean, if you wanted to. It collects uh, volume one. number one through six and then uh volume two of one through 12 and a half so i bet it i bet it collects it, that uh 
It does. That Hanging Man story, yeah. Yep. Uh, apparently, that is, that's issue number four, the Hanging Man story. So okay. this would this would include it. Yeah. I Fuck notice yeah. that Alex Ross is credited. What's his involvement beyond the covers? Uh, character design. Oh. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I thought it was he doesn't. Covers. He doesn't do the interiors. He right. does the covers, and I believe he designs all the all the characters. Very cool. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> I dig that. And Kel, am I right in like most of them are one and dones with the characters kind of reappearing in other issues? Yeah, I would say there's light continuity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not anything you need to stress out about. Like maybe you'll have at max a three issue, but like it's usually like, like single, sometimes two. Uh, well, as he's there's the dark as, ages too, and then yeah, the, I was yeah. specifically thinking of the dark ages as it's progressed. There has been more and more um, longer stories. But for the most part, it's their uh, one or two issues. Did you like Kingdom awesome. Come, Sean? Yes, I love it. You'll like this. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm down. I'm down to give it a shot. Those are our polls for next week. Yeah. So next week should be a lot of fun. Uh, let us know what you guys are looking forward to. Hey, you'll be in Miami. That's why I'll be I, fun. <laughs> I will be in Miami. Hey, listen, I'll tell you the truth. As excited as I am to be in Miami... I would always rather be doing the show than anything else. So what a um, fucking lie! Well, God it's damn, it's not. It's not. I'll be, you know, probably on a beach at that point, thinking, "Gosh, I really wish I was sitting at home on my computer, you know, with kale." About swamp things. <laughs> thinking of listening to Marco wax poetic about Tefe. <laughs> you know, Who doesn't but, know her. Uh huh. Let, let us know what books you guys are pulling what you pulled this week obviously so many people listen to this who don't necessarily get a chance to read their books as quickly as we do so as you read your books share your polls with us a great way to do that is to join us on our discord server there's a link to that wherever you're listening to this and you can join us there we have a pals pulls uh channel and you can share your polls with us there of course you can just tag us on social as well at the comics pals if you want to share your polls tag us comics tag us wherever you're listening to this to this just let us know what book you want us to read if you want to tag an individual tag us all whatever we'll read it uh absolutely we're always looking for more interaction with you guys make sure that you go to youtube.com slash the comics pals and subscribe to our channel for free like the video share with your friends all that stuff's free to do helps us out a lot more than it costs you go ahead tyler i just want to throw something out there if you uh have any thoughts about astro city that you you enjoy um I think we'll probably talk about the new issue coming out next week. So if you have any kind of familiar, like if you like it, if it's one of your favorite things, Affinity. let us know. I'd like to see what, uh, what the general feeling on Astro City is. Uh, if you haven't read it, fucking read that shit. There you go. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Until next week, we're the Comics Files signing off. Take care. Goodbye. See you next week. <laughs>